The Illini will come out in victory formation, Mr. O'Donnell. Yeah, and victory formation. It looks pretty special here. We got a couple guys getting out onto the field we haven't seen for a while. Mike Epstein, number 26. Jake Hansen, two guys who've been through a lot in their Illinois careers. Suited up for one last snap here. It's pretty, that's pretty cool to see. It is. Guys we haven't seen since early in the no. year that have been injured. And they're fired up. Jake Hansen's <laughs> fired up to be out there. <laughs> that's incredible. What a cool gesture. Yep. What a great day. What a great day. 24 seconds left. Victory formation for the Illini. 47-14 from their own 25. Long count. They take the knee. Peters flips the ball to the official. The Illini are running the field. They're running over to grab the trophy. And they've got it. And they're bringing it back across. They're chasing the trophy all the way to the south end zone. we got Illini orange and blue all over the field. The land of Lincoln trophy back in Champaign where it belongs. After a long six-year drought, the Illini blow out the Wildcats today. 47 to 14. Been since 2014 that Illinois top Northwestern. It's been since 2011 when Ron Zook was the coach that Illinois beat Northwestern at Memorial Stadium. That all changed today, and the outcome looked pretty certain pretty early. Illinois runs over Northwestern a final of 47 to 14, and the Fasteners etc. Post game show is coming up. Scott Beatty, Evan Kahn, Michael Martin. First, our rapid reaction brought to you by Cozad Asset Management for over 45 years striving to serve financial needs and building lasting relationships with clients. Evan Kahn. There we go. Just enjoy the win, baby. I mean, a complete game from the Illini. Total, you know... I guess you could take out the first five minutes, but outside of that, the Illini completely dominated. Little disappointed they didn't control, you know, the time of possession here <laughs> today. But uh, I guess scoring 47 points uh, that that'll do it. When you your first four scores took up about three minutes of game time, <laughs> <If> that <laughs> it it also helps when you're getting the ball at the eight yard line, for example, <laughs> because your opponent fumbled it. Michael Martin. Yeah, I mean, it would. <laughs> this was a great day. Uh, I feel really happy for these seniors. They've been through a lot. We talked about it pregame, how much they've been through with coaching changes, COVID, what have you. And to have them go out with a victory today, uh, first senior class to go out with a, a senior day victory, I believe, since 2014, which happened to be the last team that beat Northwestern. Uh, Were you on that team? I was at, mm -hmm. on that team. Uh, I knew but, that. I was just setting <laughs> you up there. See? Uh, <laughs> That's called synergy, people. Uh, but ultimately, great day for the Illini. Um, whether we make it to a bowl game, it's not looking good for a bowl game right now based on the outcomes for today. But um, just a great stepping stone for this program moving forward, and I'm really excited to see what uh, this offseason brings. Yeah, if nothing else, Illinois ends on a high note for their season and can use that for momentum for the future, and everybody – that's played their final game, will have a positive memory to remember things by. All right, what do you say? We want to hear from you next. Fasteners, etc. post-game show. You know the numbers. First State Bank fan line, 217-356-9397. Castle Heating and Cooling text line is 217-351-5357. Join us. 
Trent Meacham from Cozad Asset Management and Jay Downey from the Downey Group. Championship teams are strategic on offense and strong on defense. This is our game plan for your financial future. Grow your wealth using personalized investment strategies with Cozad Asset Management. Protect your wealth through industry-leading life, disability, and long-term care insurance services with the Downey Group. The Cozad Downey Alliance creates a team you can trust with your financial future. We've partnered together to serve individuals, multi-generational families, and businesses in this community for all of their financial planning needs. Are you positioned to experience financial growth? Are the futures of your family and business secure with proper insurance protection? Grow with COZAD, protect with Downey. It's time to plan your winning game. Call me today at 356-8363 to get started. Securities offered through M Holding Securities, Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA and SIPC. COZAD Investment Advisory Services offered through COZAD Asset Management, Inc. COZAD Asset Management and the Downey Group, Inc. are independently owned and operated. I got two eyeballs. It's hard to miss it. (laughs) Fighting Illini game day coverage continues on your flagship home for Fighting Illini Athletics, News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Fasteners Etc., your partner in inventory management. Call us with your thoughts on the First State Bank Illini fan line, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Now, the Fasteners Etc. postgame show with your hosts, Scott Beatty, Evan Kahn, and Michael Martin. Round alone back, third and goal from the one, handoff to Tony's across the goal line, touchdown Illinois! Love it. Touchdown number three on the day. And the Illini have had all kinds of nightmares trying to score against Northwestern in this game. The last six years, they have a 20 to nothing lead with 12.50 to go in the half. Chase Brown among those with a big day statistically for Illinois. He passes over the 1,000 mark with another 100-plus rushing game for him. 112 yards to be precise. Illinois rolls over Northwestern 47-14, scoring early and often in the first half. In fact, it was 37-7, right, in the at halftime. Illinois scoring the most first-half points they'd scored in a Big Ten game since at least 2,000. Raise your hand if you saw that coming. I didn't. I did not. I did not. I thought this would be a low-scoring game. I just... Illinois' offense hadn't been executing at that high of a level. Neither had Northwestern's. I thought it was going to be a low-scoring game, and Illinois absolutely dominated. And Northwestern, they gave away a lot of things. Northwestern is not a good football team. They did not play the – I mean, as much as I like to rag on a Northwestern team and Pat Fitzgerald and what have you, that did not look like a prototypical Northwestern team, and they haven't been acting like it this entire year. But you know what? Typically, you can throw the record books out because Northwestern comes to play every time, but they did not look like it that way. Every once in a while in this series, they come up with a clunker, and this was a bad ball game. I mean, when you fumble without being touched – as a quarterback, I mean, they got all kinds of problems this year. They'll be back. It's Pat Fitzgerald. They'll be fine. But 
they did not look good at all. What are your thoughts? Join us on the fan line and the phone texts. Uh, phone line is 217-356-9397 from, let's say that again, 356-9397. I got my booster shot today. I'm waiting for it to kick in here any minute. Uh, on the First Aid Bank fan line, Castle Heating, a cooling text line is 217-351-5357. And uh, uh, Texter says, congrats to Coach Bielma and the Illini and a great victory. It's great to finally have the Land of Lincoln Trophy stay in Champaign where it belongs. Go Illini. Marcus texts and says, solid finish to Coach B's first season. Random thoughts, color combination on the uni did not look good, but if we score 47 each game, keep it. Was it the Big Ten cameras or did the stadium need more lights? It looked very dark. And uh, another text says they need at least one or maybe two QB transfers. Yeah, Brandon Peters is done. Don't forget on that. Uh, so those are some of the texts coming in here. Is Illinois, the, boy, that looked like a happy group of guys when they won that ball game. And they're now 5-7 and seven to finish out the season. To the phones, Jim is in Rockford. Hey, Jim. Hey, guys, how are you? Good. What are your thoughts? Well, I'm certainly happy for the kids, happy they got to five games. I guess it's unfortunate when you got to rely on other teams to lose to potentially get to a bowl, but that's kind of how it rolls. I will say this. You were just talking about it. I'm beyond happy to see a Northwestern team that played like an Ohio Valley conference team today. You don't see that often, but uh, you could tell early on they had pretty much just packed it in. And uh, it's just great to see, especially with the backhanded comments that Fitzgerald has always made through the years about Illinois. I just wish we could have gotten it to 60. Um, it, and it's what's still hysterical about a game like this is even though Illinois could go really vanilla in the second half, you know, leave it to officials to just pack it into. I mean, it, it's just astonishing to me how in a game like this they can just pack it in. And granted, it didn't have anything to do with the outcome. But so many egregious things out there, and there's just never any punitive nature behind it. Last thing I'd like to say is I heard Bielema say he's going on the road here through Friday, and I hope it turns out to be successful recruiting, especially once the transfer portal starts to open up now that pretty much the regular season is open because uh, this roster needs to be rebuilt, and uh, I'm just going to be keeping my fingers crossed that we can somehow find a quarterback. Yeah, I think that's the that's the number one question on fans' mind is what you do uh, behind center because Art Sikowski should be able to you know should be back, but he's got to go through surgery and recovery for all that, and the the rest of the quarterbacks on the roster really haven't been tested. There's almost no doubt that Illinois will be looking at the transfer portal to get some help behind center. Really appreciate you weighing in, Jim, and uh, well, Michael, like you said, this is. This is probably, in your mind, our last post-game show when it comes to football this year. So uh, thanks, everybody, that's been calling, and we welcome a lot of calls and texts here to to wrap this one up. But don't want to rain on the parade. But at the end of the day, like Jim pointed out, Illinois had the opportunity to make their own destiny in terms of going to a bowl game, and they didn't when earlier games in the year slipped through their hands when they had leads late and they just could not convert. That'll be probably the frustration point of looking back on this season. There will also look back on this season, I think, with to say there was marked progress and a good start for a first-year head coach at this program. Yeah, most definitely. And it, it's tough to look at a game like, I mean, we say it every single time we're on post-game show, the Purdue game, the Maryland game, 
the Rutgers game. Uh, UTSA. The, uh, UTSA. Uh, being on the precipice of wins that would get you over that bull hump. But, um, you know, it's just part of the deal. And uh, you didn't perform. But the, the thing that I like about this team is that later on in the year, they performed much better than earlier on in the year, which to me signifies a good coaching staff. They're coaching up their guys. They're especially in a first year. They're getting to know them. They're improving as we go, and it gives me hope for the future. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to be in one score games? No, you want to blow everybody out. Uh, but I think that this is an off season where uh, it's going to be really important to identify the replacements for some key contributors. Quarterback, four offensive linemen. Uh, uh, Daniel Barker at tight end. He went through senior day uh, ceremonies today. Um, some defensive playmakers like Tony Adams, you got to replace him. Isaiah Gay, Owen Carney. You have to replace those guys. But when you when you start a program five and seven, are you a losing program? Yes, by all senses of the word. But for Illinois, if you're five and seven your first year, okay, we, we, you know we're cooking with gas. Um, would we have liked to have been, you know? Eight and four, sure, but we're not. We weren't that team. And what's cool for this group of players is this: this win was kind of their bowl. Um, and anybody that's outside, anybody that comes by and casually flips through the media guide or looks at the records, look back and say there was a five and seven year. And all right, that's that's a pretty solid start for a new coach. But what they won't know is. The win today meant everything for certain players, for guys that are going to be able to never play another down of football again, but but remember the feeling of winning on their last game. And, you know, they're rallying around a sign that says, we run this state. Uh, that might be a little bit too bold here, but like, like, the, uh, like the zeal, right? Um, you know, they're going to be telling their – their kids and their grandkids and, and that kind of stuff down the line. Yeah, I remember that that Northwestern game. I mean, we just rolled them. Um, and and to your point, look, I- Illinois in in November and the, even in the 2019 year went two and two. Uh, the, their last three games of the year, including the bowl, were losses. Of course, last year in 2020, three L's to finish things out. That was December, of course, with the adjusted schedule. Go back to 2018, last three games in November, they lost. Go back to 2017, they lost everything in November. 2016 went one and three in November, and uh, back to even 2015, going one and three in November. Illinois went two and one here in November. They had the the uh, second bye week, but maybe that is. It just felt like there's more momentum around the program in a November for the first time in quite a while, and that's a positive sign as well. Time for our MX electrifying players of the game. MX Electric wants to be your electrician when you're in need of electrical service for both residential and commercial projects. Call 217-359-7293 to schedule your project. Remember, relax. Call Max. A game like this feels like everybody should get a trophy because everybody played pretty well. But nonetheless, we will uh, we'll, we'll go on the offensive side of things for you here, and we'll start with the man who uh, did a lot of work on the ground. Here is Chase Brown. Big hole left side, 40, 35, 30. He's going to be over 1,000. Down inside the 20. Big gain. First down, Illinois. And what a way. 
way to cap a terrific season for Chase Brown. First Illini to have 1,000 yards or more since Reggie Corbin back in 2018. And let's not forget uh, the performance uh, derided at times and criticized at times. Uh, One of the more solid performances today for Brandon Peters. Round the back, two receivers left. First and 10 from the 39 of Northwestern. Deep pattern left, got a man wide open in the end zone. Isaiah Williams, touchdown, Illinois. Man, was he wide open. 39 yards down the left side. Nobody home but number one. And you could give... uh, the MX Electrifying Player game to Isaiah Williams as well, who found the end zone a couple of times catching that one there. But Brandon Peters ends up throwing a, a touchdown pass and throws for 242 yards. Just one of his better solid performances of this season, which has been certainly up and down for him with the injuries and the inconsistent play and whatnot. So Brandon Peters gets to leave on a high note. Let's not forget... Um, would you just look at different things, special teams? I mean, four field goals for James McCourt. There's a way to go out. He kicked three of them last week. Uh, Blake Hayes breaks his own records with punts inside the 20. Donnie Navarro had a really nice game returning punts. He had three of them for 66 yards, including a big one for 37 yards on the return. And then, of course, the defense, well, they held Northwestern to 14 points, and really it was – that you know they only got one touchdown there in junk time so uh there's all kinds of things you can point at on the defensive side as well tony adams keith randolph jr Tariq barnes all had eight tackles apiece so i'm just kind of throwing mx electrifying players of the game all over the place stop me if you can all right we're back with more join us on the conversation in the fasteners etc post game show hi this is max with mx electric and i just want to say let's go illini If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. When there's work to do, ground to break, earth to move, and a reputation to uphold, you need the durable Kubota RTV-X. Built with half-ton capabilities, industry-leading heavy-duty features, and a cargo bed that easily transitions into a second row of seating, the RTV-X is North America's number one selling diesel utility vehicle. Visit your local Kubota dealer and test drive one today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Berkey's at 2202 South High Cross Road in Urbana. With the longest drive-up hours in the area, it is Simply Better Banking at employee-owned First State Bank. Stop by today to meet the team at one of our local bank locations. First State Bank proudly supports the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. This is Brian Barnhart. I'm proud that our Champaign Public Library is one of the best in the nation. To keep it going strong, make a gift to the Champaign Public Library Foundation today. Thank you, Champaign County, for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World your number one choice for appliances. We're so grateful we have remodeled our store on North Neal. Stop by and check it out. Wow! The conversation about today's game continues on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Join in by calling the First State Bank Illini fan line, 217-356-9397, or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217 351 Five three five seven. Chase Brown is the back. Single receiver either side. Here comes a handoff running oh. right. Daniel Barker got the handoff. He runs it in from eight yards. Touchdown, Illinois. 
Well, they've had the fullback tight end uh, lined up all year, kind of offset. And that time they just handed it around the right side to 87. And Barker, who walked out with the seniors today, waltzes into the end zone at the south end of Memorial Stadium. And it's 6-0 Illinois. Yeah, if you had a prop bet for Daniel Parker with a rushing touchdown, you cashed in on that one. That, I, I don't think they'll ever allow for those kind of things. But the line I did cover, and they hit the over, something that you, I, and about everybody else did not expect them to do. Yeah, I didn't. I, I <laughs> Just purely from uh, an observing standpoint, I didn't think this game would have 44.5 points on a cold, rainy day, at least how it started in November at Memorial Stadium with two teams that had been struggling to, you know, have offense. And turns out Illinois did. Boy, Northwestern didn't it. Yeah, Northwestern I, just a putrid. That was a big case of, of, you know, your defense turns into even better offense. Um, first, as we mentioned, you know, the first couple drives, the line I stalled out, four and out, three and out, and then they flipped the field position with the fumble, and, and I think that really just kind of sparked the offense, the defense, and everything. Yeah, and you feel great uh, for on behalf of the players. Um, you know, we kind of sit a little bit here in a more uh, a, a somewhat objective and neutral chair, if you will. But I don't mind um, rooting for for guys, for for athletes and, and people you start to get to know. Um, and there's just a lot of good people uh, that have been in that locker room and have given a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, to to the program so just you know moments like Jake Hansen and Mike Epstein out there for victory formation and how James McCourt gets to go out with four field goals made and Daniel Barker there apparently uh, uh, you know he did the senior thing and sounds like Brett Bielma would like him to stay but maybe uh, Daniel Barker has eyes for the NFL or whatever so uh, it's it, you know you, you're just glad for them glad for individuals and you're glad for the unit as well News Talk 1400 FM, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, Light Rock 97.5, WHMS, Champaign-Urbana. 312 Texture says two eyeballs. <laughs> Best show on radio, hands down. Brian Barnhart and Martin O'Donnell do put on a very good show, no matter the, the outcome. Uh, 708, neither one of those Northwestern touchdowns were actually touchdowns. I'm claiming the shutout. Disappointed, but not surprised that the Big Ten refs, quote, punted on reviewing them more closely. That's from Taz. Well, it was another pace of play issue. I mean, I can't understand how these college football games take nearly four hours every week. But uh, We didn't when it's, when it's Yeah, when it's 47-14, you know, we're pushing that four-hour mark. I, I'm, not, I'm not in for, you know, phoning it in, but that's one of those scenarios where it's like, okay, let's keep going here. I thought Michael Marquez got one in the head. He did. And they should have run looked at that. They they should have. I don't know if he launched. I don't know if Michael Marquez was technically a defenseless player in that instance. But, I mean, that was a hard hit on Michael. You could hear it up. Straight head to head, yeah. You could hear it up top. 217 texture. How frustrating are the four one possession losses now, having gotten to five wins? Five and seven could have easily been as good as nine and three. How does Brett use those games in particular to build? Well, you know what? History. It's just ancient. It's just you're you're learning to win. Most most games are going to come down to one one or two, uh, a few key things like that. Um, And, you know, 
though you how you build hopefully is that the players take those moments and cut down on mistakes and learn to close things out and yeah they could have been nine and three I think more recent realistic I always felt the ceiling for this team was six, six and six. six and I think they missed that opportunity in a, in a few ball games but it's hard to win all those 50 50 games if you will but it does look frustratingly close there especially after they won two games where they might have had 25 percent chance to win going in and you know you take you take the good with the bad that's why we play the games and you know it's five and seven at the end that's just it is what it is. 217 says, go for it on a couple of fourth downs rather than punt. And I think Bielma's in the mix for Big Ten Coach of the Year. But still a great start to his Illinois tenure. Oh, I think, Jim, Jim Harbaugh got that award today. Signed, yeah. sealed, delivered. Yeah, I think Josh found us the right guy. Here's what uh, we were talking about it on Friday, Evan. I, I'm sure that everybody in the Big Ten West, when they saw Brett Bielma's hire announcement come through back in December, went, oh, man. Pat Fitzgerald, Kirk Ferentz, P.J. Fleck, Jeff Brom, Paul Christ. Who am I missing? Everybody in the West, they know what they're dealing with in Brett Bielma, and they just went, I'm glad we got Illinois when we could because in a few years, Illinois is going to be a pest. And look what Illinois did. They knocked off a couple of teams on the road that they weren't, quote, supposed to. They lost a couple of games that they could have won easy, they, that they had, you know, cue ball in hand. But I think in the future, I don't know if it's going to be next year because there's a lot of question marks around the roster, but I think in the future teams are going to start to stop counting Illinois as Ws when they look at what do you think our record will be this year? Yeah, I mean, it's – I what can I say? I'm excited for the the program moving forward. Um, I mean, we he knows how to compete in Big Ten West football, and he has a really good chance to build something special here. And, you know, there are teams that uh, we've – we were competitive with every Big Ten West team this year except for Wisconsin. So, I mean, take that for what it's worth. Competitiveness is only good if you if you win. But, I mean, bright future ahead. Was, I think I saw this as the first time since the Big Ten split, at least east and west, that the Illini have finished 500 or better against those teams in the west. So – you know, there's a, another positive to hang on to your point. You know, all those teams in the West that, that have kind of overlooked Illinois, both on the field and in the recruiting game, can no longer do that. Flex made a living here. Chris has made a living here. Fitzgerald does the same thing. And finally, you know, we, we've seen the, the concerted effort uh, to, to make it be known that Illinois is, is trying to be back. And or, what, who do you, who, who'd you lose to in the West? You know, you lose to three teams that, Iowa wins it. Wisconsin and Purdue end up what second mm -hmm. at six and three. And Jeff Brom looks like he's got. He, he took you know it, it wasn't quite a, a linear up and up, but Purdue even if they they well they will lose David Bell this year, but uh, they're they're set up you know the same kind of way I think Illinois is, and that for just so long you don't consider them you know anything when it, when it comes to Big Ten football. Now they've got the minds there. And uh, next, it's getting the players in. 801 Texture says, progress, four close losses. Over 80% chance Illinois earn a better record next year. Arrow is definitely going up. I, I don't know if uh, Texture's throwing 80% out as their own opinion or looking at some calculator. Uh, I, I Show me the roster, 
Show me the roster. What's the schedule? I haven't really looked ahead at the schedule. I know they got the return game with Virginia. Wyoming. Um, Wyoming. Week zero. Wyoming's one of those teams that how you about know, them Cowboys? They could have a, a top ten quarterback, you know, just magically show up. Or I, I think they were one of the teams that were in that mix, hoping to knock off a, a five win team or something like that. Yeah, they were. They so that was a it was uh, Wyoming versus Hawaii. Yeah, that's and it. Hawaii is that weird team in the FBS that plays thirteen uh, regular season games and. Uh, Hawaii won because today. who doesn't want another long flight? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, I don't know what that's you for. Sure that's not it, a bus trip. It, <laughs> it may be. Uh, it may be a revenue generating thing. Uh, get one more buy buy game, if you will. Um, but I would imagine that gets canceled out by the uh, flight cost. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, if we want to go down the list of bold bold forecast i can but, let you just, know just just give me the bottom line how many how many five win teams might get invited based on your uh michael martin projection forecast so right now can we call it mike palm yeah mike palm <laughs> so we entered the week with 10 bowl berths available right so yeah, see, I asked for the bottom line, but we're going to get the story. You're getting the whole thing. I'm sorry. I can't tell this story just partially. We're going to six counties here. Uh, <laughs> so we have, uh, so clinching bowl games today or this week, Ball State clinched, Old Dominion clinched, Tulsa clinched, Florida clinched, Maryland clinched, uh, Texas clinched, Middle Tennessee or FAU will clinch tonight regardless. Uh, Virginia Tech A lot clinched. of eyeballs on that one. And uh, Hawaii is now six and seven, so I would imagine that they uh, they get a precedence bef- uh, above five and seven, uh, five and seven teams. So that's n- eight nine teams, depending on how you define Hawaii. We have four teams above us in APR mm-hmm. that are guaranteed with five wins, and there are uh, let's see, there are six, yeah, six teams that could end up with six and six record as of right now. So all I'm going to say is that it doesn't look good. We had a heck of a season, and these guys should be proud of themselves. So you're saying there's a chance. It it takes uh, yeah, is, four teams <laughs> have to decline a 5-7 and seven bowl, which I don't think Rutgers turns that down. No. Right. And what well, you're saying, six other teams have to lose. Correct. You're, so you're saying there's a decent chance there won't be any five-win teams. That, that is possible. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, this season had its ups and downs, says the 6-3-0. But at the end of the day, I came away impressed at how this coaching staff took this roster and molded them into a clearly more competent team than before. This roster is going to have an absolute ton of turnover this offseason, and I'm excited to see how Bielma builds his team for the next several years. Good points. Pekin Insurance, defining moment of the game. Don't fall behind early in the game. Build a solid lead against the unexpected with Pekin Insurance. Visit PekinInsurance.com or contact a Pekin Insurance agent to start defending your assets. Uh, I'm sure there's all kinds of ways you want to go in in a blowout, but Isaiah Williams getting it done in all kinds of ways. Good things happen when the ball's in his hands. The Illini have it first and 10 after the interception of the Wildcat 21. Here's a reverse. Flip left side. Running Isaiah Williams. Cuts left. 15, 10, 5. Touchdown! Oh, the Illini are running away with it.
with it. 21 yards on the scamper to the left side by Isaiah Williams. Man, has he been busy today. And it's 27-0 Illinois with 11.22 to go in the half. What a performance early in this game. Oh, it's fantastic. Man, alive, this feels good. <laughs> Isaiah Williams with more than 100 all-purpose yards at his second 100-yard receiving game, career-high for him. Catches one. He was wide open for a 39-yard touchdown catch. We played that earlier, and then they had that 21-yard run for a score as well. And he gets our peak and insurance defining moment of the game. Car payments, mortgages, college tuition. You have enough to worry about. So let Pekin Insurance relieve some of the stress with auto, home, business, and life insurance at affordable rates. They also offer RV and motorcycle coverage, high-risk auto policies, identity theft services, and more. Request a free quote at PekinInsurance.com or contact your local Pekin Insurance agent today. Spherion Staffing is excited and honored to support the Fighting Illini football team. We can't wait to see our hometown team in action, wishing them a safe and successful season. This is Angela Carr with Prospect Bank. It's time for you to get your game face on. Enjoy the game. Go Illini! Thank you, Champaign County, for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World your number one choice for appliances. We're so grateful we have remodeled our store on North Neal. Stop by and check it out. Wow! Now the Illini scored 30 in their win over Nebraska. This would give them 31. Short field goal, 27 yards north end. This is a piece of cake for James McCourt, and he drills it through. The Illini senior makes it 31-7 Illinois over Northwestern. 26-yard lines where they'll put it down. 36-yard attempt, right hash by McCourt. It is up, and it is good for James McCourt. Plenty of distance on that one. Field goal makes it Illinois 34, Northwestern 7. And the Illini are taking out about six years of frustration on the Wildcats here in this first half. Illinois came into the ball game with nine, an average of nine points scored in the first half. They scored 37 today. Fasteners, etc. post-game show the numbers for the first state bank fan line, 217-356-9397. Castle Heating and Cooling text line is 217-351-5357. Athletic Director Josh Whitman tweeted today, I tweeted after the game, I couldn't be prouder of a team and a group of guys. They trusted us, they fought, and they never, ever quit. I love every one of them. These seniors have a home here forever. They've walked a hard road. Warriors, everyone. The future is bright for the Illini. Got some news? Yeah, looks like basketball just got a commitment from a, a former Baylor player. Came and watched the Illini f- last night. Yeah. Dane. I'm not uh, going to try. Danny. Dinja. We'll, yeah. we'll get a pronouncer on that, but uh, it sounds uh, like a power it. forward, and um, I don't know exactly how it works, but maybe he'll be in orange and blue this year? This year? You mean or for next year? Oh, man. There's an open scholarship? There's no sit-out transfer rule? I mean, why not? He'd probably have to be enrolled, so it's not going to happen Ooh, until it wouldn't after be this semester. Right? right, it'd be next semester. Yeah. Interesting development. We'll see. Good stuff. 356-9397 if you want to join the conversation. And we'll have a conversation here with Tony in Champaign. Hi, Tony. 
Hey, good afternoon or evening. I guess it's evening. It is. Um, I noticed a distinct absence of some nattering nabobs of negativism. <laughs> Credit for that saying goes to Spiro T. Agnew from when he was vice president back in the 19s. Anyways, um, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. Remember, I don't know if you recall, but last week I kind of predicted a 63-2 to two score, and I kind of wanted that. And I thought that going for those field goals, we could have gotten a 63 somehow. Well, you were close in the but, sum total. Yeah. Well, that implies that the offense did poorly enough to get a safety. So I don't know, man. Well, no, no, no. I I, the, I qualified that with an intentional safety oh, to mm-hmm. run out the, yeah, the I last remember play. That, of the game. that was what <laughs> well I was intentional safety. But I what I so I was at a distinct disadvantage. I was driving back from um, family time in the west suburbs, coming back to Champaign. So I I got I got to listen to the Northwestern guys calling it until I got in radio range of, um, you know, WDWS, WHMS. And, uh, <laughs> and those guys weren't excited at all about how the game was going. I can tell you that they were just not too thrilled. And, and I think that, um, they were lamenting the entire year for their broadcast, but they tried to remain upbeat when they thought, when they thought Northwestern was going to do something in the second half, but they just didn't. I was I, I who what was it? There was a Illinois right before. Um, I think they got two field goals at the end of the first half, and right before the first field goal, they were driving for a touchdown, and they got a personal foul, pulling a guy off the pile. Um, what happened there? Number eighty nine. I remember hearing the the number eighty nine pulling. Yeah, tip Ryman. Yeah, you you can't. What was well, was he just was he just trying to help the guy up so he can get his teammate up or? That's that's just a it's a quirky time. rule, but and I've heard it you know thrown before. It's just you know you, the the pile just kind of has to dissipate on its own. You can't really pick sides yeah. who you want to pull off the pile and who you don't. It, it's yeah. yeah, it's it's corny, but it is what well, it is. Yeah, well, apparently the officials decided to pick sides on, on who they were going to throw the flag on, I'm going to guess. Yeah, you cannot but, do uh, an action that perceives to um, – you, you just you can't – you're not – I don't know. I guess – I'm trying to explain it, and I guess I realize show. I don't know exactly why it's <laughs> yeah. there, but – As a show of sportsmanship, you can't try to help the other team. I don't think that's what was happening. Anymore. I think that, that if the whistle yeah. hasn't been blown – It's kind of like implying intent kind of thing. It's just so, like let them be – I mean, I know that this is situational, but there are instances where at the bottom of a pile there's a loose ball and the referees need to go and pick through the players and and very carefully, selectively oh, yeah. take players out. And that's one of the reasons why the rule was implemented is that the referees need to have a good feel uh, for what the pile looks like. But I got two eyeballs. It's hard to miss it. Uh-oh. <laughs> Thanks so, for calling, Tony. Bad. Any other thoughts? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm looking for a good year next year, and I'm looking for no more uh, criticism of Peters and Peterson by, you know. Anyways, if you take the first, uh, let's see, two, four, five letters of Peters and Peterson, you'll know who I'm talking about. He's from Urbana. Have a great day. I, I thought – you know, Tony Peterson did have a, a good day, and, you know, maybe he was listening to me on the po- pregame show, or, you know, maybe he just decided kind of like a lot of coaches decide, hey, let's just throw the whole playbook 
out there on the last day, and you saw what Casey, Casey Washington did and, and Isaiah Williams and those guys. Where was that fake QB sneak against Rutgers? Oh, my gosh. Where was it? <laughs> yeah. That was beautiful. <laughs> that could have been the difference of the game, and we did it against Northwestern. That kills me. <laughs> and back to Tony's point, I mean, Northwestern, you, you want to talk about you know, how much we, we – uh, you know, sometimes this postgame show isn't the most fun. Northwestern had losses of 56-7, 21-7, 33-7, 35-7 all this year. You know, most of those uh, against the, the bottom part of the Big Ten. So, By the way, I'm being told, uh, and Scott Ritchie is, is tweeting about it and uh, just talked with Ked Prince, that the new basketball commit, there's an open scholarship he can – he can go for it. Uh, he can basically start playing soon. I I, hmm. I guess the enrollment issue. So I don't know if it's a semester thing or not. But well, and he'd have from to, a you basketball. Know, he'd have to get acclimated and in, in you know in Champagne and those sorts of things. Yeah, it's, I don't know that he's in the you know going to be playing Monday night at the State <laughs> Farm Center. Just get him, just fit him in a jersey. You know, yeah. that's all you need. And I I I, I flip two letters around. Say it is Dane. Uh, so so we at least got Dane. Dianja. Danger. We'll have a I'm full getting... breakdown on Monday. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. What are we doing here? We're hanging out. We're talking about Illinois winning 47 to 14. We're doing it with you. More on that in a moment. How well do you know your insurance company? Uh, well, I know I pay each month and I'm covered. Okay. Are you sure you have the best rates? Do you have the right coverage for your needs? Are you paying for things you don't need? Well, I haven't actually talked to my agent. I just assumed... Talk to a real person. Talk to someone local and see the difference. Myers Insurance Group is local and independent, and we're always here to talk. You are not a number. You're family. Myers Insurance Group. We work for you. It is Simply Better Banking at First State Bank. Discover sincerely better service from a true community bank that is wholly owned by its employees. First State Bank is proud to support the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. This is Brian Barnhart. I'm proud that our Champaign Public Library is one of the best in the nation. To keep it going strong, make a gift to the Champaign Public Library Foundation today. Thank you, Champaign County, for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World your number one choice for appliances. We're so grateful we have remodeled our store on North Neal. Stop by and check it out. Wow! Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. I didn't even have to break out the pep, though. It was great. <laughs> it's the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show. You can weigh in on today's game by calling the First State Bank Illini Fan Line, 217-356-9397. Or texting the Castle Heating and Cooling Text Line, 217-351-5357. Fun to see these guys, um, you know, A, put in a lot of good work, uh, you know, throughout the year, but especially this week. I thought, you know, with the holiday and they don't have classes, there's a million different things that go in different directions, but they practice really well. Um, Thursday was my first day back, and, and to, to see the way they practiced, it it was just awesome. I had a feeling we'd play pretty well today, and to, to see them go out and execute was awesome. Brett Bielma talking after the 47-14 win for Illinois over the Northwestern Wildcats in the Land of Lincoln Trophy. The, the hat, it's not the actual hat that Lincoln wore, but it's a hat. 
And it uh, is staying in Champagne at least for another year. Glad you're with us on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Scott, Evan, and Michael with you. And on the phones, it's Al. Hello, Al. Yeah, hi, how you doing, guys? Great. Awesome. Good, good. Yeah, great win today, and Northwestern had that coming. Uh, previous caller, Tony, said, talked about uh, complaining about Peterson. Well, we do have a right to complain about Peterson, because if he, he calls games like this for the whole year, we're probably sitting at seven or eight wins. Uh, yeah, he had a great game today, and, and that that should have been all year long. And, you know, for us not to complain about Peterson, that's wrong. Tell me you're wrong. Uh, Peters had a good game today. He's, he's had several good games last part of the year. He just didn't let him throw, and didn't, he put him in bad situations. And, and, and uh, Brandon showed that he's more than capable of, of, of throwing the football, and he didn't let him do it. So uh, I'm happy for Brandon, but Tony's wrong in this instance. Peterson did, you know, people complained about him all year, and, and there's a reason why. But uh, some fourth down plays that weren't called and uh, just he put us in bad situations, and especially Brandon Peters. So, But anyway, thrilled about the direction of the program. Uh, 50 years season ticket holder, but the future looks good. And uh, but anyway, and, you know when you get we need to get in the portal and get a quarterback, and uh, and we'll go from there. But uh, things are looking up, guys. Uh, much improved over Lovey. There's no question about it. So thrilled to be Illini fan. So good days are ahead. I'll hang up and listen to your comments. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Al. And one thing I would well, say, and, and you know, yeah, it's fair game to criticize an offensive coordinator, but I don't think all of uh, Brandon's mistakes or uh, inaccuracies were because of Tony Peterson. I think there were some things out there that Brandon left on the field, throws he could have made. Some of that was because he was coming back from injury. Some of that maybe other, I don't know. Uh but at, at the end of the day, when a play is called, you still got to go execute it. And if it's the right, the best play called in that moment, or not a great play, you still have to go execute. Yeah, as Forrest Gump say said, uh, I think it might be a little bit of both. Um, <laughs> you know, sometimes the play calling doesn't work. But yeah, at, at the end of the day, execution was huge today. I mean, Brandon Peters was putting passes on, on a dime, which he hasn't done all year. I mean, how many times have we said, well, there's an overthrow or there's a drop by a, a wide receiver? Yeah, a execution was a big part. And I thought the Illini executed really well today. I think we need to be careful about letting recency bias uh, affect our judgment. Overall, we had some struggles offensively. Mm -hmm. It's most certainly the weakest part of the. It was most. It was the weakest part of the three phases this year. Was it? It was the offense. So there certainly is improvement that has to go into this. You have to replace your starting quarterback. You have to replace four offensive linemen. You have to replace one tight end. They're done. They're gone. Well, maybe not Daniel Barker, but he went through senior day ceremonies today. So what's going to change? Bringing in new personnel uh, for the team. Maybe they make some – maybe maybe Coach Bielma has a quote-unquote come-to-Jesus talk with uh, Coach Peterson, say, hey, this has got to change. Now, I think that they're going to 
I, I do not think that they're going to make significant changes in the staff. Um, if anything, on the off, I'm more concerned about staff members on the defensive side of the ball leaving. Leaving, yeah. Like Coach Kane, he's a former defensive coordinator. There's Coach a, Boo is. He's been yep. coaching from the box. He's he is a candidate to be poached by someone. Mm-hmm. Coach Boo, former coordinator, uh, has been spoken very highly of by Coach Walters about you know bouncing ideas off of him. He's a, there's a good chance he gets poached. We don't know. All I know is that we have a good chance at building something if we can retain the key pieces. Um, I don't again, I don't think anyone's going to get fired from the staff, but you know we'll just have to see. And something that we've talked about, you know, ad nauseum and case in point, I was going to play for the Big Ten championship in a couple of Saturdays, and their offense is absolutely terrible. I mean, it's it's comparable to Illinois' offense. You don't have to have an Ohio State, an Alabama-type offense to win in this league. So, uh, once again, you know, they got the defense going. Uh, I, I think that's positives, and I just I, – I don't know how many more times we're going to see 47-point outputs from the, the Illinois offense uh, against Big Ten opponents. Time for our keys to the game. They're brought to you by – Hickory Point Bank with roots right here in our Champaign-Urbana community. Hickory Point Bank invested and by Hickory River Smokehouse. All right. Would you like to go first? Sure. I'll I'll just take the low-hanging fruit. I thought today was a big pride day. Um, You know, as we're getting through it, the odds of getting to a bowl game were very slim to none going into today. So today was all about playing for senior day, for winning that hat for the first time, for beating Northwestern for the first time. And as cliche as it is, I I thought the Illini wanted it more. They imposed their will all game long, and, and that's why they won by 33 points. I I think that they just, you know, capitalized off of Northwestern mistakes and the defense playing exceptionally well and forcing the Northwestern to make those mistakes. Uh, defense put the offense in so many good opportunities today. It's not even funny. And, I mean, that's reflected in the score. Um, so, you know, I'd have to go with that, just making the most of the opportunities given. I said in pregame, stop the run. The Illini allowed Evan Hall to run over 100 yards, but that's about it. On how many carries? On 740. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. 32. He Holy averaged cow. he averaged 3.2 yards per carry, um, and they had 118 yards total in in the rushing game today. Net. So Illinois did a good job. You know, kind of B B plus at stopping the run. And they didn't have a passing attack worth much. So just a good defensive effort. And then complimentary football today at its finest. When Northwestern made mistakes, Illinois took advantage of it. Defense, offense, special teams all played very well today. Probably the best overall performance. And I get it, Northwestern doesn't look very good. But, hey, you beat the team that's right there in front of you. Keys to the game brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Hickory River Smokehouse. We're back with a little bit more here. We got more calls and texts to get to. Stay with us. 
There's nothing better than real Texas barbecue, and no better place to get it than Hickory River Smokehouse. Every cut of beef, brisket, turkey breast, pork shoulder, and on-the-bone chicken are rubbed with a signature spice blend and infused with real hickory smoke for that juicy, award-winning flavor. Open for drive through takeout, dine-in, catering for tailgates, and inside the stadium on game days. Look for your favorite barbecue on the east side of Memorial Stadium. Plus, don't forget you can skip the drive through line and order online. It's hickoryriver.com. Can't wait to see ya. Hi, I'm Dan Marker with Hickory Point Bank. Champaign is full of businesses run by hardworking entrepreneurs. From family-owned shops and restaurants to companies with hundreds of employees, local businesses are making a positive impact in our community. We get it. We understand local businesses because we are a local business. There are no faceless corporations that make our decisions. We make our own, just like you. You're local, we're local, and we're all working to make our hometown an even better place. Hickory Point Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Sullivan Park Hill, buy with confidence, buy with precision pricing. Sullivan Park Hill, let's drive! Thank you, Champaign County, for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World your number one choice for appliances. We're so grateful we have remodeled our store on North Neal. Stop by and check it out. Wow! Derek Adams from the state of Pennsylvania will kick it away. Short kick. Navarro will watch it bounce. Picks it up at his own 37. Running to the middle of the field. 40. Cuts back to the right. 50. 45. 40. Still on his feet. 45. 30. To the left. And they finally got him with the biggest punt return of the year. Down to the Wildcat 27-yard line by Donnie Navarro. Picked his way through traffic. And the Illini again in great field position. Already leading 31-7. And they got another shot to score. Shout out Donnie Navarro, three punt returns today, including that 37-yarder. Illinois wins 47-14 over Northwestern. Some stats to share with you. Illinois' total defense improved by 101 yards per game since last season. It was at uh, 467 last year, down to 366. Points allowed per game. Went down considerably by 13 points per game from nearly 35 a year ago to nearly 22 this season. And in Big Ten play, a 16-point improvement in points allowed from nearly 35 per game to uh, down to nearly 19 per game. So some good improvements there on the defensive side of the ball. Join us here. Coming up on our, well, this is our second to last segment here, 217-356-9397. That's the First State Bank fan line, and that's where we find Jim on his way back to Missouri. Hi, Jim. Hi, guys. Hey, you do a great job. I uh, called earlier in the season, and it was right after a loss, and everybody was grousing about things. But, you know, I mentioned stay with the coach. We got the right guy and the right assistants. And, uh, you know, watching the team through the year, uh, you got to admit, they, they certainly have improved. And these coaches had to pick things up on the fly. So I think that speaks pretty well. What One point that I would make is, you know, college today, you, you got to have a quarterback. Uh, you know, Peters had his days, and he had some days that weren't so good, but you know, look around the West uh, Division here. There weren't any quarterbacks out there that were much better than Peters when he was doing well. Um, so now I think looking forward, we got to go get a quarterback and uh, get get some skilled people. 
I think these guys can recruit. We hope so. We'll be watching, uh, looking forward to next year. Great job this year, guys. Hey, thanks a lot, Jim. Appreciate it. Glad you're joining us, and you can do so uh, when you come here to games. And if, even if you don't, my, you can yeah, you can catch us. Uh, my my pleasure. Uh, the only game I missed was Wisconsin. I guess I made a good choice there. But, <laughs> That's okay. Uh, the Illini really missed really the Illini season. missed that game yeah. too. So <laughs> you bet. Today was really fun. Really a lot of fun. Thanks a lot. Appreciate the everyone weighing in. Two one seven. Three five six nine three nine seven First State Bank fan lines. More texts to get to. Uh, apparently, Cincinnati in basketball lost to Monmouth today. Oops. We'll get into that Monday. Yeah, we're enjoying the day. We're talking about enjoy football. the day. Hey, I just seen what's good. <laughs> enjoy the day. <laughs> Evan's like, don't break this up. <laughs> it's like when you're. It's like when you're making tacos. We're not going to disrupt this. No, we're going to finish the tacos. <laughs> we're going to enjoy the tacos, and then yeah, we'll we'll dig into the, the sides later. Uh, glad to see the Illini finish this season on a positive note, says the texture from seven one nine. And you guys do a great job on the post game show. Looking forward to next year already. Go Illini. First time in. A decade, right? The, the football team's going to end the year on a win? Yep. 2011 Craft Fight Hunger Bowl was the last um, last win uh, to end your season. So you either now, got the last w- regular season win. The last win to end the regular season was 2014 against Northwestern. But unfortunately, we went on to lose against the Tech. Yeah, it, it was such a, you know, Beckman was gone. That that game was just so disappointing. Um, yeah, I... I Ending on a high note, I think that that only bodes well for for all things, especially recruiting. Our final segment in just a moment. So last call, everybody. Fasteners at Center, a postgame show. When there's work to do, ground to break, earth to move, and a reputation to uphold, you need the durable Kubota RTV-X. Built with half-ton capabilities, industry-leading heavy-duty features, and a cargo bed that easily transitions into a second row of seating. The RTVX is North America's number one selling diesel utility vehicle. Visit your local Kubota dealer and test drive one today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Berkey's at 2202 South High Cross Road in Urbana. This is Brian Barnhart. I'm proud that our Champaign Public Library is one of the best in the nation. To keep it going strong, make a gift to the Champaign Public Library Foundation today. Car payments, mortgages, college tuition. You have enough to worry about, so let Pekin Insurance relieve some of the stress with auto, home, business, and life insurance at affordable rates. They also offer RV and motorcycle coverage, high-risk auto policies, identity theft services, and more. Request a free quote at PekinInsurance.com or contact your local Pekin Insurance agent today. Endless opportunities are waiting on you. Open a new account or loan application online at bankprospect.com. Prospect Bank, the Opportunity Bank. Member FDIC. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. Thank you, Champaign County, for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World your number one choice for appliances. We're so grateful we have remodeled our store on North Neal. Stop by and check it out. Wow! Josh McCray, a couple of tight ends in front of him. McCray gets the handoff, plowing his way through, leaps to the end zone, touchdown, Josh McCray, touchdown, Illinois. Six yards out, McCray scores the powerful running back. 
punches it in for the score, 46-7 Illinois. Zero gets six. And that highlight, Illinois beats Northwestern 47-14. Final segment here of the Fasteners, et cetera, postgame show. And we go back to the First State Bank fan line, 217-356-9397. To the guy so nice, they put two Fs in his name from New York, New York, Jeff. <laughs> Hi, Jeff, you're on the air. <laughs> Good evening, guys. Um, since uh, there's not that much time, I'll try and be quick. Um, I just want to say that in particular of all the games that we have won, I think that Minnesota game um, really kind of uh, stands out and shows uh, – shows uh, a significant improvement. I think that's almost a signature win in light of what they did today. Um, you know, we beat them and they beat uh, somebody that uh, walked all over us. Um, I can't remember the last time we've done something like that, not to mention how much fun it is to uh, knock off P.J. Fleck. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, you beat uh, Minnesota, Minnesota beats Wisconsin, Wisconsin beats Illinois, the circle of life continues. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully that circle will be broken. <laughs> I think uh, I think you guys are quite correct in that uh, we've got the right coach, the right staff. Um, if there's if I've mentioned this to you uh, previously, I uh, apologize. But uh, <laughs> I know I've said uh, that uh, I do read the Post Dispatch for reasons that I won't go into right now. But um, they were uh, kind of laughing their heads off at the around the beginning of the season because uh, they said, oh, well, Ryan Walters went to Illinois. We really didn't want him anyway. You know, and yeah, I know they've uh, won a few more games than we did, but they also had some pretty embarrassing losses as well. And I can't help wondering uh, whether they think they might like to have held on to Ryan Walters instead of getting uh, some of the guys that they did. Um, yeah, sour grapes that, sometimes shows up there. Yeah, very much so because, uh, you know, as, as you guys were pointing out, uh, you know, he was a prime candidate to be um, – sought after by other other programs and I'm glad that we kind of locked him up with a nice uh, nice extension there. Anyways, I'm sure you've got other folks you want to talk to so I won't uh, monopolize here but great win, great way to finish off the season. I agree with you the uh, things look everything's uh, looking up on both the basketball and football fronts and you know, let's enjoy the ride here. I think we're going to have a good one. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. Thanks a lot, Jeff. We really appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk to you for basketball games, all right? Look forward to it, guys. All good right. Night. Thanks a lot. Not to stay on that point too long, Missouri got a whole new coaching staff this year, right? Didn't they just hire a new head coach? Or Drinkwitz am I, am was I last year. Or, oh, that was last yeah, year. Yeah, Drinkwitz has been around a, just a, a little bit. I think he's a few years in, actually. I could be wrong about that, but... Yeah, but uh, going back to his Minnesota point, yeah, I, I think that's that's true. You know, Minnesota's now probably going to end up the year ranked. Uh, you went in there as great as, you know, they'll go down in, in history books with the nine overtimes and Penn State and, you know, how much of an underdog they were. But Illinois, once again, that was a game that against Minnesota, a team that you weren't supposed to beat or, or even be in that ball game, and Illinois controlled a, a lot of that. That's a... It's a keen observation there by Jeff. Yeah, and you end up actually losing two to UTSA, which turns out they were 
Yeah. Did they run the table? No, no they, they lost. They, lost oh. they were one of the teams we needed to to win today, but they didn't. You yep. had one job, UTSA, go undefeated. How hard is that? Yeah, they lost <laughs> They lost their rivalry game on the road at North Texas. Uh, looked like uh, Frank Harris had a couple early turnovers, got North Texas out in front, and they're not able to s- remain undefeated. But, um, yeah, just uh, another one of those games the Illini couldn't hold on to. But thank goodness for today. A couple other notes coming in here. First of all, Texture asks, when's the last time Illinois scored over 40 points? I think that was against Nebraska last year. Uh, Chase Brown, over 1,000 yards, 14th guy in Illini history to have more than 1,000 rushing yards in a single season. Blake Hayes puts his stamp all over the record book, season punts inside the 20, season punts inside the 20 percentage, and season uh, season punts of 50 yards or plus, and he'll finish as the record holder for career punting average, yardage, punts inside the 20, and punts more than 50 yards. So it's going to be a tough act to follow. Yeah. Uh, I, he, he probably is now to be regarded as the best punter in Illini history. Steve Weatherford went on to have a great NFL career. So, you know, sometimes it's what did you do at the school or what did you do after that you can kind of judge the, the greatest. You think Blake's going to get a shot? Oh, he'll get a shot. Um, he So in terms of total yardage, uh, he he isn't one of those top guys um, in the country right now, but he's most definitely going to get a shot. I think the only records that he didn't get was longest punt, which was something like 87 yards oh, by Dyke Edelman. Dyke Edelman. Yeah, he had, yeah, he had one of the longest punts in history yeah. still with the 80-yarder, um, which you would have liked to have been yeah, 79. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's definitely in the top 10 um, in those. But, I mean, there, there are some of those uh, – some of those – metrics some of those records are never going to be broken like total yardage of punts he had Punting five years down. worth of punts to get that number so either we have to start punting a lot and have just an unbelievable leg on the guy to catch up or it's going to come down to hey there's an asterisk here he had the extra year but i mean we're we're going to miss blake hayes we're going to miss, miss james mccourt and to and Ethan to Bell, uh, they they've been a great unit for the past few years. Um, they were key contributors, um, and now it's next men up uh, for the kicking game. Hugh Robertson is a 28 year old Australian, and uh, he had his COVID year. He had his redshirt freshman year, which was this year, and now we have four years of Hugh Robertson, <laughs> supposedly. Uh, then we have Caleb Griffin. If he doesn't want to retire early to spend more time <laughs> with the grandkids. Right. Uh, and then we have Caleb Griffin, uh, who's out of out of Danville, Illinois. He's a kicker slash wide receiver. Um, probably will just be a kicker from now on just because he's, he's one of those guys that wanted to get on the field, and he had the athleticism to do that. Um, and then you have Aiden Hall, who was the backup for Ethan and played some last year when Ethan got dinged up with his torn ACL. So I need that soundbite from a member of the Titans. Somebody say football, so I come running. <laughs> so, it, it, I mean, future looks bright for the the specialists. You got to replace some all timers, but you know, all all three all three of those guys have gotten playing time uh, at their respective p- positions. So, um, I think the future looks bright. It's just hard to replace all timers, mm-hmm. like I said. Illinois beating Northwestern by thirty three points today. That's the largest margin of victory. 
in a Illinois Northwestern game since 1989 when Illinois beat Northwestern by 49 points up in Evanston. Right. Some more historical notes. Uh, Texter Mitch says, great post-game show today, like always. You guys do a great job. See, I, I, I appreciate that, Mitch. What's appreciate the rest that. Of the text I, say? I, well, no, I'm just going to say <laughs> we always seem to do a great Except. job when Illinois wins, you know. Uh, great job. Uh, I think the future for Illinois football is very good. Thank you for the great show after every football and basketball game. And we appreciate everybody. I guess this is sort of the. Based on it's the a uh, little different ma- crowd. based on based on the Michael Martin Palm mm-hmm. calculations of bowl games, this is our last post game show. So uh, we appreciate it. another one. Probably the most good feeling we've had after a post game show uh, for an end of the season post game show. Well, I think it would probably post post bowl game probably had a good feeling. Didn't really know what was coming in twenty twenty. Yeah, that's true. But I don't even really remember that. Well, I can't even remember <laughs> yesterday. So, almost a lifetime ago. Yeah. So, we've we've had a good time and Michael Martin um just so if, in case folks don't know, you're going to be uh Daddy Martin before too long here. Yes, um I'm very fortunate to have a loving wife and who's expecting and that due date's January 1st and you know, it's it's weird. I've been thinking about this end of season a lot and this kind of closes a chapter for me because I'm losing my last four teammates that were on the team Mm. so my life up to this point has been kind of in four to five year chunks there was four years of high school five years of college and I'm in that four to five years post-college and uh, I've seen a lot of former teammates go on and have good careers at Illinois the last four Christian Bobak James McCourt Doug Kramer and Jake Hansen, they're done now. And I'm, 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 the new chapter begins once the baby arrives. So I've been very fortunate to, you know, be able to do this with you guys. I've had a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to doing it again next year, uh, perhaps with a different lens, uh, a different view on life as a father. Um, but man, I'm, I'm so, I'm so thankful for you guys. I'm thankful to the listeners for engaging with us, win or loss. Uh, Sorry to make this about me, but I've been thinking about this a lot, and this is—I mean, it's the it, end of an era. Hey, it's a good—it's a good end, and I'm gonna have a good beginning with when whenever Baby Martin decides to come, and just an exciting time. Um, you you absolutely life. will. You guys are gonna make uh, great parents, um, and um, yeah, I thought you said when you started to say I'm losing, and I thought you were gonna say. Your freedom, your, freedom. <laughs> <laughs> your hobbies. There goes my life. I'm gonna be sense of independence. Alexa I'm gonna be out and, there with a baby Bjorn. Self determination. <laughs> uh, yeah, baby Bjorn on the sideline. On the sideline, interviewing Coach Bielma. It's gonna be great. <laughs> that, that'd be awesome. Instead of coaches bringing their little children to interviews to sort of deflect, <laughs> be the media member that brings yeah, exactly. the child. <laughs> Name is Carlos. Uh, Evan, this one's got to be for you. Oh, no. 312 Texture says, on a scale of 1 to 10, how many wacky callers are we going to get next year? <laughs> That's really funny because, yeah, I'm not going to get into the, the conversation that I had last night. But um, once again, I just I, I don't think you can rate those kind of things on a scale of 1 to 10. Other things, yes. <laughs> Spiciness, um, you know, uh, just other things. I, I don't know um, what, what the That's the why the answer to that get. question is banana. <laughs> banana. So. Pretty much. <laughs> it's like my daughter. These these are the moments. Knock, knock. 
who's there? Joke. See, that's that's <laughs> that's her joke. Knock knock. Who's there? Joke. And that's it. That's a new one. Yeah. Well, that's because she she thinks a knock knock joke is. All right, we've had a good time here. Do we have any other things we need to do? We need to say thank you. Thank you to Ed Bond, our chief engineer, and our general manager is Grant Thompson. And uh, I want to make sure that you're acknowledged, Evan, as the executive overlord and producer of game day from start to finish. Yeah, still, it, it shocked Brian Barnhart on the pregame show. Yep, I, I still hold things down here from, from the beginning of pre to the end of post. He's never here when you're doing it. I understand. No, but uh, yeah, no, thanks for thanks for having me uh, again, and hopefully, you know, I, I don't give too many smart aleck remarks to the, the callers, and they keep coming back because, you know, good, bad, ugly, we we enjoy y'all, so, so keep engaging. On a scale of one to ten, you give, uh, no, it's, <laughs> That's never going to die. All right. I like that that new inside joke. Illinois football wins over Northwestern 47-14. to 14. Michael Martin, thanks, man. We'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it. Go Illini. All right. For Michael Martin and Evan Kahn, I'm Scott Beatty. Thanks for being with us through this season. Of course, we do it after basketball games as well. But as for Illinois football, they finish up 5-7 and seven and on a high note over the Northwestern Wildcats. Next Illini event, Monday Night Basketball, 6 p.m., our game day coverage on all of these signals. Thank you, listeners, for being with us through it all. We appreciate you very much. Enjoy the rest of your evening. So long, everybody. The preceding program was an exclusive presentation of News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS and Light Rock 97.5 FM WHMS Champaign-Urbana, Champaign Multimedia Group Stations.